0: In a world called Galerian, evil thrives and heroes rise. <laughs> Sound like a heavy metal song from the 80s, don't I? Greetings, fellow singers. Welcome back to World of War 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted GM Brian, welcoming you once again to another episode of our Dragon's Demand run-through. You know, this is our full-length episode. Not ever, but with you our newest hardslinger joining us in the digital rage room, David Ratke. And let me tell you, he and the other hardslingers got on, got on like a house on fire, yeah, just like they say down under. Sorry, Australians, I, I, I hope I don't offend you. I love you, I love you each, I love you all. Anyways, all that being said, we're just having fun. Hey, I want to remind everybody that if you are enjoying the show, remember there's a couple different ways that you can help out the show. First and foremost, always tell a friend. Or a family member, and anybody that would enjoy having a great time laughing, you know, just mention it to us. Say, hey, you know what? Let me take your your device. Let me subscribe for you. Don't forget, leave us that five star rating and review. Second, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com/rollthehard20podcast for as little as a dollar a month. YouTube can help out the show and keep these lights on because otherwise it's gonna look like this it's gonna get kind of dark I know you can't see that because it's an audio podcast but on YouTube you could see me do that you know how you do that you head on over to YouTube and subscribe to the show at roll the hard 20 smash that like bell. subscribe to the show and we will be there for you each and every week so without further delay I want each and every one of you to listen to how the newest hardslinger interacts Episode thirty two of our Dragon's Man run through. Enter Dempsey. Enjoy everybody.
1: Okay. <laughs> I really like it. okay, I like that.
0: Well, I like that too. We're liking it. The shocker. So how is everybody doing?
2: Doing I'm stellar. I literally just got in from work and then sat down and got on the call with you guys. So that's fun.
0: Well, I'm going to lead us in real quick because we have a new face sitting in the digital rage room. Greetings, fellow Slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted GM, Brian, and with me, the Hard Slingers. Yeah. 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 And as everybody may notice, we have a new face sitting in our digital rage room behind the virtual eye of destiny. We have David Radke joining us as one of the new hardslingers in the ad hoc chair. Yeah. Give yeah. this guy a big welcome. What's up, everybody? really hard to any gang signs. <laughs> and as you know, um, we are missing the mannequin who is no longer with us. There goes his mark welcome to the show so when we last left off you individuals had found yourself in the Greyhands Tavern trying to get grengle Greggle Grengle? what the hell is this guy's name Greggle Greggle Linton to give you a the blueprints to Hung Clay's manor and as you guys are sitting around this table you notice that he's he's slowly starting to come back to sobriety uh, you see Sirkin just had his ass basically wiped for him back at the blood valve lair he's watching the three of you almost in a in a not such a, an aggressive manner
1: <clears throat>
0: interrogate Grengel basically trying to get him to give you this blueprint map and you see Sirkin kind of push himself away from the table Go to the bar and just lean against it, and basically tune the other three of you out. And as you're talking with grango, I would like for the three of you to make a perception check.
2: What could possibly be going on here?
0: To be twenty-one. 21. Holy shit, Warren. Yeah, but oh. <laughs> that was that was
3: I ro- <laughs> never mind. <laughs> 21.
2: <laughs> Warren. Uh that is a 13. Flint. Flint hard shot. 20-
4: 23. 23.
0: Yeah, <laughs> get those out now. As you guys are trying to get this this weathered stonemason to give you information. You happen to notice that at one of the tables is a certain individual with a drink in front of him only he's not drinking this drink he's actually watching the three of you talk to this old man he's kind of got his head down doesn't want his face really to be seen but you notice that he he looks like quite the scrapper you notice he's got calluses on his hands you notice that he's he's got a, a type of build about him in fact, I don't know if you guys ever seen American Ninja. Remember Michael Dudikoff? <laughs> yeah. This guy kind of <laughs> looks like Michael Dudikoff, but with longer hair. Young Dudikoff. Young Dudikoff. Yes. And he's watching the three of you very intently. And Grego looks at you, Flynn, and says, this... Like I said, I, I've got a copy of the original blueprint, but... Uh... I mean, obviously, I don't go carrying that shit around with me. It's that I, I don't have it on me. It's back at the back at the guild hall, you know, Mason's Guildhall. And it's if I go back there, they're gonna want to know why I'm back there. And they're <laughs> gonna want me to go back to work. And I'm gonna have to answer to the foreman there, even though I run the place. But uh, I, I don't know how we're gonna get you this blue, the blueprint of Hunkley's Manor.
2: Well, here's a question. Would you also have a hand in, uh, would you also have a hand in perhaps salvaging and removing the debris from Hunkley's tower? His tower fell, or that just the witch tower fell? The witch tower. I would imagine, if nothing else, that the Mason's Guild might have the opportunity to uh, have a hand in it. You're talking about clearing away the debris, right? Yes.
0: Yeah, but the stone's already busted up and the woods all shattered. It's not like the World Trade Center where we could just send the stuff over to China and make toys out of it. I mean, it's garbage
2: at this point. What am I going to do with it? Well, how would you know if you didn't see?
0: I heard about it and uh, at one point I... I did kind of go over there with a group of people. You probably didn't notice me because I was so less inebriated with the rest of it. I watched you guys actually descend down into the tower. Actually, I didn't see you, the fanciful I was going pants. to say. So you come out, I imagine. I don't know what. But anyways, uh, what would be your motive for having me go to this uh, collapsed witch tower? What's the purpose? Just tell Whoa. it to me straight, but uh, he kind of looks around while he's, sitting at, while he's sitting at the table and he notices this individual watching you guys as well. Hey, uh, is
1: that guy a
0: buddy of yours? And What's up with the other guy? He just got up with a disgusting look on his face. I, don't have, I haven't showered in a couple of days, but I'm not that offensive.
2: Yeah, we should do something about that. And at that, Warren just like points at him and starts like from the head and just goes all the way down oh. and all the grime comes off him.
0: I'm going to need that hand in about an hour and alone <laughs> for a while. Just a few minutes
2: is all I'm asking. Oh, well, you couldn't afford it.
0: Well, but I'm anyway. not going to argue semantics about it, but uh, he <sighs> with you back there? I think when that happens, you might notice my character at the magic use is kind of his calm breaks a little bit. So you kind of see the head come up and the eyes open, and then he kind of goes back to his previous kind of cool demeanor. During this exchange, you see Swirlo come back in from the back door, who's the bartender there. He leaves the door open to try to get some ventilation going through the bar. And he starts stocking the shelves back up with refilled bottles at this time you know, whereas before they were kind of half full and now they're all kind of full. And he's going through it and then you see him go back out the back door, probably to go get more supplies. Supplies. Anyways. Um, UHF, good one.
2: <laughs> never saw it. Sorry. Um,
0: oh my gosh. The look of death.
2: Warren will turn to look at this, uh, un- this unknown person and just kind of nod a a brief greeting to him. And then we'll um, uh, take a moment and look uh, over at Sirkin at the bar curiously and then look to the others. And uh, uh, kind of with a mm, inquisitive expression, like inviting comment from Flit and Stabby. <clears throat> Stebby looks at,
3: at Warren and says I don't know why we didn't kill him earlier. He's been dragging us down
2: through this adventure. Well, you I about? took him as <laughs> a regular party member of yours when you uh, unearthed me from the ring. He was the one who actually released me.
3: That means
2: You've shown your worth in the party,
3: he has not.
4: You see,
0: he looks over his shoulder, hearing what you're saying, kind of scoffs at you, then actually walks out the back door, the same door that Swirlo had left.
4: Uh, Flint's gonna draw his attention to the guy that's sitting at the table with the Full beer in front of him. So, son, how long have you been in recovery? <laughs> I've noticed <laughs> you haven't touched your beer.
0: I noticed as you take his beer yeah. from him and take a quick <laughs> chug off. <laughs> I wouldn't call you got to finish recovery. that? He offers you the beer. More of a, more of a training, I'd say. Ah, clear mind. It's not good to uh, be inebriated, my coach used to say. Name's Dempsey.
4: I think we have uh, a friend in common. You know ah, the Baroness. That we know we're, we actually did uh, some work for not too long ago.
0: Well, I'll what brings you, you into Belheim?
4: Just on the move, looking for work.
3: How do you know of this Baroness? What, what is your connection
0: with her? I think just like you. She uh, evidently after your showing the other night, she thought she might need some help.
3: Some help? We survived. What help do we need?
0: I don't know. Maybe I'll tag along and give my assistance. I know my way around a fight. <sighs> should be careful how you speak with us. Um, <laughs>
2: look, look, an extra hand is certainly nothing we would turn away but I hope you negotiated whatever terms you need with the baroness yeah, nothing'll come out of your pockets everything's been waged i you know, look i apologize
0: at... for interrupting your uh, conversation you were having with the gentleman I didn't want to
2: intrude mm, you also obviously didn't want to introduce yourself until prompted. But, since you are here, and Warren gestures over to the seat where Sirkin had originally sat down with him.
1: So, are you guys done with me? Can I can I take off, then?
2: Uh, Warren just actually <laughs> He's like He's already very, like getting up out of the s- Warren actually very specifically points a finger at him and says, until we have blueprints, we are not done with you.
1: Uh,
2: yeah. All right. Kind of slumps
0: back down, eating some more of the bread and the the cold cuts is like, look, you know. I got stuff, I got a you know, nap, I got to take. And
2: whatever excuse you need to go to the Masons Guild is whatever you need. Do it. If you right. bring if, if you... I show up there alone,
0: they're just going to put me to work. You know, I'm going to be stuck on the lot the whole
2: day. Doing inventory, getting stuff ready for the next job. I thought you ran the place. What sort of I, boss are you?
1: I do, but you know these guys—they want to be paid,
0: so they make sure that I'm there to do the stuff. Uh, they keep saying Instead that of drinking they gotta their feed pay their away. kids,
1: and it's—it's it's a little of this and a little of that. I tell you what—if one of you comes with me, then I can say that I'm doing
0: the job for you. And then uh, we can go in the office, get the blueprint get out but if i go on alone it's 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 over i'm never gonna get out i won't get out till five six o'clock tonight
2: well Well, we certainly wouldn't want that
4: if anyone Uh. asks just tell them it was a direct order from the baroness herself (laughs) the
0: baroness leaves me alone you know i built half of her manor back when she was a child back when her daddy ran the town so uh
2: I'm not worried about the Baroness. I I look at Stabby and and Flint and our newcomer and I just kind of like rub my eyes and I say, well, shall I be the sacrificial lamb? If Uh, you go with me, there can't be any of that handy mm -hmm. formula stuff though, you know? You can't do that. Oh, I'm sorry. The stuff that actually made you presentable? Exactly.
0: You know, they doing all that <laughs> stuff, they're gonna know the chick is up. So as you guys are talking, uh Dempsey's just walked over and he just kinda like gestures at the empty chair, like, is still good? Mm-hmm. Sure, I have a seat. You want some bread? Some cold cuts oh, man, eat up, man. They <laughs> won't get another round. was it always say? The round?
2: And he looks how up. about another round once we get blueprints?
0: You're in those
1: blueprints, man. You on me all day about
2: that. Look, you get the blueprints, <laughs> and we will pay for your rounds tonight. If we get everything that we need from the blueprints, I will come here and I will pay for your rounds for a week. Week, you say? A week. <laughs> after. What are we waiting for? Come on, Sparkle Hands. Let's do this.
3: Sparkle Hands. <laughs>
0: We got to date with the Mason's Guildhall.
2: Okay. Well, I will be back. Apparently, I'm... I have volunteered myself. So he
0: leads you out of uh, Greyhands Tavern, and you guys make a left, getting back out onto uh, Debbie Road. Mm-hmm. As you guys are walking down together, that leaves. Stebby... Dempsey and Flint, hard drink, sitting behind in the tavern. Now, just to be you and Flint noticed that Serkin is gone. He just left, couldn't couldn't hang anymore. But Dempsey doesn't know who he is. All he knows is that you guys are still staying behind. At this point, you as you watch Warren and Greggle take off
3: so uh stebby looks at dempsey and he first he apologizes for his uh initial reaction and says dempsey we've we've been through a meat grinder the last few days here doing work for the baroness i i have to apologize for my my initial response to you um but uh we we made it through uh the kobold lair um alive so i, I took a little bit of offense that you thought that we needed help. Um, we're, we're happy to have you, uh, you know, join, join and, and add some extra muscle. As I believe that that our adventure here is going to get more difficult. So I, I hope that uh,
0: you accept my apology. Absolutely, I appreciate it. Is your friend going to be okay with the drunk?
3: Uh, Warren can take care of himself. I have, I have no concerns. I about you're his gonna say
0: Greggle's not your friend, <laughs> 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 like happy to make your acquaintance, and he just puts his hand out, shakes your, if you'll have it. Name's Dempsey. I'm step from four towns that way. As you grab his hands to be, you notice that his hand is just like, it's like shaking a foot. I mean, it's it's just beefy for just a regular size individual. I mean, it's just, you know, some people just have strong, muscular hands and that's that's what his hand looks like with calluses on the last three knuckles. I've never had a girlfriend. Like (laughs) a
3: baby's arm holding an apple.
0: (laughs) Like a baby's (laughs) arm holding a little halfling. (laughs)
4: Little child's hand.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm uh i'm t- taken a little aback by by the just the stature of his hand and and the um how worn it looks but i, I extend my hand and and uh nod
0: shake and then take my hand back i think uh in pieces uh, thank you he looks at uh flint and he says like hello in dwarven um just really broken it sounds like crap like it's something he's heard other people say
4: um but he's just yeah (laughs) at that point uh his attempt of speaking dwarven is uh brings a relief to him and makes him chuckle and flint happily extends his arm out to shake his hand
0: so as you guys do your round of uh getting to know each other We head back to Warren and Greggle as they go wrong. Right. As they start heading down Debbie, Debbie Road, you guys get down to Canticleer Road, which is right uh, where the Wise Piper is on the corner. And you guys make a left and start heading down Canticleer Road. You know, you sure you want to do this? I mean, who knows? And I, I don't mean getting the blueprints. I mean, going to
2: Hunkley's Manor. Oh, I have I have things I'm interested in, in in Hunclay's Manor, but that aside the Baroness has actually requested that we go to Hunclay's Manor. We just want to know what we're getting into. <laughs> the Baroness. <first.
0: laughs> she wouldn't invite you in that old coot's house Are so you drunk. They didn't get along They're oil and water. So you guys keep making your way. You pass uh, the, Do- the Dodogian livery stables on the right, which is originally where you first came to. No, actually you didn't, Warren, um, mm-hmm. But it's where all the horses are obviously housed. And you guys keep going until you get to number 19, which is right across the street from the livery stable. And he stops and you can you see that out of all the house houses, uh, all the structures that are on this road, this is probably the most unusual. It's like they've used different angles to build the build the structure with all types of mosaic tiles and, and wood carvings into different birds and animals. And it just has this really rich look to it. All oh, the wood is deeply stained. And he goes up to the double door and opens it up and you hear you know some of the hammers are going on in the back room and you see this beefy burly dude with a large barrel chest kind of look up as he's talking to one of the workers there and he looks over and he's like where the fuck have you been uh i was helping swallow at hands don't give me that you know you should have been here already by six o'clock in the morning i've got all kinds of jobs Look. Just get on the floor, would you? Hang on a second, I got a job with me right now. Pulls out a flask and starts hitting it a little early. Yeah, hey, look, he's got a he's a paying customer. He's with Orgina And he asks if we could have kinda of get him an estimate together on what it would take to build a shack just over the over the river here. Look, don't be taking too long though. If you, it, we've got to get this, we got to get this job done, please. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Come with me, Snappy. And he takes you to a back office and he ushers you into the room and closes the door. Waits a moment and locks it. Walk. Well, this isn't, this isn't going to be one of those things. Uh,
2: are you sure you want the blueprints? Why are you so worried about me having these blueprints? You know, once I give them to you, you can't
0: have. You can't say you don't have them, and you should know that. Like I said before, every stone that went into that artifice, Hunclay touched, and I know nothing good's ever going to come out of that place. It may go in, but you ain't going to come back out. Are you sure you want the blueprints?
2: Uh, Warren just kind of like twirls his finger around and like wisps of like fiery magic come flying off them and says, just because you do not understand something does not mean that nothing good will come of it. Magic is a mysterious force, but it is, well, it is perhaps more complex than it is in many ways, no different than a trade such as masonry. What do you think that stamps out there? He's the replacement foreman for the one I told
0: you about during Mm -hmm. the last session. The one that never came back. Mm -hmm. I just, uh, you know, you've treated me right. You bought me rounds. (laughs) Is that all
2: it takes to treat you right? Well, you didn't look down on me last time we met. I think that you have your own ghosts that haunt you, and... I do not know what they are, so I will not judge you for them. Um, He walks around his desk as you're talking to him. Mm -hmm. As such, you've also proven to be a reliable source of information, which I do respect you for. And I appreciate the fact that you are willing to um, part with these, especially because once you part with them, that means you no longer have to admit to having them. And he's opening up a drawer as as you're talking to him.
0: I have a feeling that my time in this town is coming to an end. It's not what it used to be anymore. It's not fun anymore. Ever since Hunkley moved here a couple of years ago, town's not been the same. You see him kind of take some things out of the drawer laying it up on the desk as he's talking was that a gun <laughs> check out his gun <laughs> and he says uh just promise me one thing you'll take care of yourself and your friends I'd hate to think I gave you your own death certificate by doing this and you see as he's talking he he removes a false bottom out of one of the drawers and Puts it off to the side. Now, once I give this to you, just show us. You understand, right? Great. And he hands you the map of the blueprints. Look, uh, why don't you uh,
2: show yourselves out. All of I, will, of um, <laughs> I will. I uh, will flick him one gold coin. You Those see around. Hmm? Take it
0: and, and turn away. Make a perception check as you, as he does this.
2: Not my forte.
0: Two. Two. He just. He almost looks embarrassed. You hear a slight sniffle, but
2: please show yourself out. Um, before I leave, um, under the guise of taking a, a quick look at the um blueprints before I actually like roll them up and, and stash them. Uh I'm going to try to as discreetly as possible um knife him possibly under the guise of muttering while I'm looking at it cast a quick detect magic spell on myself so that I can detect magic. And I'm going I'm going to uh, specifically be looking at the um, blueprint just in case and also um, specifically like his desk and his belongings i won't be able to tell much unless i actually stay there for a few rounds but okay. i'll at least be able to tell if there's magic there
0: you don't detect any aura whatsoever okay um okay he turns eyes, just give me the, the dignity please and you see that he's got tears in his eyes i don't want your sympathy i just
2: just let me be please you are an unusual and complicated man. Um, Please, be well with yourself and do the work that I know you're good at. And I'll kind of nod, turn, and leave. He closes the door behind you, and
0: he, again, you hear the hammers falling, and he, you see the foreman look at you, and what is that lazy bum? See you in the office. He runs, walks over to the office all burly and <laughs> kind of get out. And he opens the door and what the fuck you crying like a fucking baby for? Let's go. And you make your way out of the Mason's Guild Hall and back out onto Canticleer Road. Back at the greyhands Tavern, it's to be Flint and Dempsey, you guys are waiting for Warren's return. After a few moments, you see a large man with a youthful face come in. Look around and you immediately recognize it's it's Arnold, Arnold Devi. And he walks up to the bar. He sees you three together and walks up to the bar and you see Swirlo come up. And ask him if he wants something to drink, and they kind of talk back and forth. He gives him a drink and he starts drinking.
4: You like said Arnold. About. What's his last name? Debbie. Debbie. It's Arnold it's the Debbie. Same Arnold. Yeah. It's, the it. it's Arnold the Arnold yes. Right. Okay. <laughs>
3: Uh, Stebby says, Arnold, come and have a drink with us.
1: No, no, thank you. I'm, I'm just here for, uh, for something quick to wet my whistle. And then I got to get back out. Um, running a few errands. I just, uh, thought I'd stop in and say hi to Swirlo.
3: You, you can't, uh, you know, spend five minutes with us? With a drink?
1: Uh... Where's your friend? I don't see him sitting at the table. Is he out in the back of the old house? Which, which, and, friend,
3: which friend do you speak of? We we had two other companions with us.
1: Well, uh, I'm assuming it's the uh, the one. I, I already saw Suck and he's he wandering around. He's actually on his way out of Belheim. I saw him coming out of the Wise Piper Inn with his own bags. I guess uh, he didn't want to hang with you anymore something you want to tell me. Maybe I could tell Mama.
3: No, I, I don't think it's important. We'll we'll still continue uh, and meet our obligation.
1: You don't need to talk about that in public. It's alright. We, we're okay. We don't need to talk about that. You know I know because I'm old
0: Come and have a drink with us. Come and sit. Make a persuasion check. Persuasion check. Oh? Huh?
4: Is that one of those? let's see if you can get him hammered.
0: Actually that I'm sorry. That is a nope. I V thing. Uh why yeah. don't you make a uh now I told everybody, all of our listeners, we're gonna have to learn some of these skills. The
1: diplomacy? Diplomacy. Yeah, diplomacy. Good yep. job, Flint. Make a diplomacy. I was looking check.
3: for it. Uh that's 12. Twelve?
0: You want to aid him on that? Dempsey Flint, only one of you can do it.
4: I have a negative two to charisma, so <laughs> I'll uh, I'll try to aid him. I'm a zero, but I'll try.
2: Oh darn, your charismatic character is not there. Yeah, but
4: I rolled pretty fucking awesome. You just gonna let that hang, or
0: are you gonna?
4: Nope, rolled a hard 20. Oh. I was oh actually God. just taking a Nobody. picture of it right now.
1: Yeah, baby. Nice. Bravo. So he's like, uh, what the hell? And he takes his L and he
0: comes over to the table, pulls out a one of the chairs, and sits down alongside
1: three of you. So uh, what are we doing? Any, uh, anything new? Beautiful day. <laughs>
3: So what, what brings you into town? What, what, uh, what are you doing here today? You, you mentioned you're running some errands?
1: Yeah, Mama I wanted me to go to Zenme's Tonics, pick up some stuff for a headache. Um, I just figured to head on over this way. I had to make a deposit over at the uh, Grelin and Sons, uh, part of the payroll. Uh, that's about it. I figured I'd come across the street and have a drink. Like the swirlow, see what's going on. At that
0: point, you see Warren re-enter Greyhand's Tavern. And Warren, you see the three individuals you left recently, as well as Arnold Devy sitting at the table.
2: Uh Warren comes in and like uh from behind uh Arnold looks at uh Stabby and Flint and just kind of makes a hmm.
0: Okay. And while you guys are doing that, Dempsey, make a uh, an insight check. Uh,
4: wisdom, wisdom,
0: uh, yes.
2: perception. I think covers it.
4: Yeah, I think so. Do you want to do perception or wisdom?
1: Uh,
0: do wisdom. Wisdom is. Uh, I'm sorry. Sense motive. Sense... Oh fuck! Still wisdom. That's 12. 12. You see on the look at you briefly and then look away. Can I try to catch his eyes? You can. <laughs> I just slap him out of his face. Um <laughs> Tell me how you want to get his attention. Um I'll just rap on the on the He's not very smart either so I'll just knock on the wood twice just <laughs> the uh, uh on the table right in front of him he kind and of looks over at you guys and just you you kind see, of put it in my hands up like what you yeah. see him like kind of rubbing his jowls but then he moves his hand across his his neck like almost like a you know no like a mm-hmm. cutoff kind of emotion
2: hmm. okay
0: he just kind of sits back in his chair and uh, it maybe even reaches over and, op- like, pulls the chair out for Warren
2: just to kind of mask what he's doing a little bit. How did it go? Uh, Warren kind of nods. Oh, uh, simple. Uh, ah, uh, Mr. Huh. Arnold, pleasure How did to see you. Cool? Huh? Oh, just a, a, a quick errand. Uh, There was the concern that uh, Hunkley's Manor might be um, uh, have some sort of trap. As I'm sure you're aware, I have some knowledge of magic. I just uh, went and just observed it with my sight briefly. Oh, you went
1: to the manor already? When you left Uh, your comrades here. (laughs) uh,
2: Just taking a quick appraisal of it. I'm not one for drink myself. With that, uh, Flint
4: wants to interrupt and ask Arnold, do you often
1: run errands for Mama? Well, she trusts me explicitly with the payroll and making sure that she gets the right herbs and spices for her headache. Uh, she likes to have the aroma in her reading room. And uh, it, it gets me out of the house. It's a little exercise yeah. for Mama does mama
4: often suffer from her head pains
1: at times she gets feeling a little little foggy in the head especially when she doesn't go to bed till late at night sometimes she's up reading she likes to talk stuff like that Hmm.
4: can i do a uh, sense motive on arnold after the questions i've asked him in what regard in regard flint kind of feels that his errands kind of aligned with all the areas or near the areas that he that they were recently at kind of like if he's checking up on them
0: checking up on the on the places you mean on
4: check- checking up on us
0: oh okay go ahead uh 23 it seems awfully strange that the places that he did frequent are places that you have been to and that the final place he's at right now is the same place you guys are at right now as well because you guys have been to uh zen may's time the bank correct and that was the individual that tried to buy uh warren's ring a while back uh you guys have been to ghrelin and sons where you deposited the money and here you are, here at Grey Hands
4: Tavern. At Grey Hands, yeah. Um, with that, um, you, Arnold, you might want to go check on Mama and see how those uh, head pains are, and if there's anything else that she might need, I might have an antidote for to help her relieve that pain.
1: i would be more than happy to pass it on. Uh, well, I guess I should be going uh, Swallow, thank you uh, I'll settle up later and I'll see all of you on the flip side and he gets <laughs> up and <laughs> heads on out of the bar heads to the chopper get to the chopper, <laughs> chopper. <laughs> I go, how about the
0: chopper <laughs> so once again the four of you are now in the bar Greggel's gone Swirlo's still stocking the bar. Eventually he closes the back door. Hey, are you guys going to be in here long? I uh, It gets kind of dead around one o'clock, and uh, I usually like to close up until about four, when things will oh, start can, popping again. Uh, can you perhaps give us another ten minutes and then we'll be out? Sure, sure, no problem. Uh, I'll be upstairs. i got to do uh, bring down a few taps and kegs, because if it's too easy to storm downstairs, I guess. Uh, so he starts going <laughs> up the
1: stairs and
4: doing whatever upstairs.
2: Um, I'll, I turn to the others. Uh, I, I turn to Stabby and Flint and kind of just kind of just shake my head and just, and then turn to Dempsey and say, well, since you seem to be joining us, um, perhaps we should do proper introductions. I was thinking the same thing. And Goes to
0: shake it, like holds his hand out, I apologize for not doing it earlier.
2: Uh, sure. Warren looks at it for a moment, like, and then like takes it and shakes it.
0: I think Warren- you're gonna use the mage hand to shake his hand?
2: <laughs> yeah, <You know>, Warren. <laughs> <laughs> Warren is very very obviously an aristocrat in traveler's clothing he's like got that like totally fine bone thing his hair even though he hasn't like been in court in 200 years looks perfectly quaffed um and just like the way he speaks and and even like the way he's has like things on his belt is just a little too too perfect and he just realize that there's this like crazy like burly like strange man across the table in this slightly seedy tavern who's offering his hand to shake and he's like okay well i'm here and points up shaking your hand um and on the the flip uh, side of
0: that when you said court i thought of something completely
2: different so that's where i'm coming from gotcha gotcha um and uh, Warren just nods and says, I'm Warren. Pleasure to meet you. Um, I assume that while I was gone, my companions were completely not rude and introduced themselves properly. It's been a pleasure. Um,
3: Warren, what did, what, you, what did you find with uh, with Gregor at the stonemason?
2: Warren will actually pull out the rolled up parchment and actually lays it out and uh, Excuse me while I whip this out. Pretty much. (laughs) Hey, Warren's great at fitting things into, you know, small places, including himself. Anyways, the back of a Volkswagen. There you go. See, this guy gets it. Oh, Um, you got the map. We did have the map. Gregel had an unusual reaction. Um, So I'm a little concerned uh
3: what what do you mean he you're concerned that i i don't follow i don't understand uh, we have the man
2: have a strange map, man to begin with he was expressing concern that this was a good idea stating that nothing good can come out of hunkley's manner and it just it seems seemed fairly unusual um my uh i have to wonder if he's dealing with some sort of guilt on some level with this or if i don't know there's there's something else some knowledge that he has that he, he doesn't want to admit to
3: do you get the sense that that we're in danger if we go into hunclay's manor
2: uh get the sense that we're in danger going into the manner of what is obviously a reasonably powerful practitioner of the arts who has dubious ties? No, not at all.
3: So um, Stabby uh, places his hand on Dempsey's uh, shoulder and looks at Warren and says, and pats Dempsey's shoulder and says, I think we'll be just fine
0: with our new party member. Of course, the man said it's pretty safe, so
2: we'll be good. Uh yes, well let's uh we should get done with this uh task before the uh, Baroness sends another watchdog.
0: A few moments later you see Swirlo come
2: back. It's You guys are still here. Oh huh, for fuck's sake. Come on. Oh wait. ten minutes is ten minutes. And uh, Warren will uh, leave an extra silver on the table for him. Look at you just oh, spending money damn. all over the place. Holy shit. You got to
4: spend money to make money.
3: Uh, stabby not to be one up, flips a gold coin at mean.
0: <laughs> so with that being concluded, what is it you guys would like to do at this point?
4: Well, right now it's... it's what like maybe noonish 11ish i mean well, it's still pretty 12, 12, early right 30,
0: somewhere in that time frame
4: yeah um do we need to go back to the blacksmith uh well warren does he's got a rapier being warren's got him. some stuff right yeah
2: mm. didn't uh, he it's have... been about long enough right
0: yeah it's probably been enough time i think he said we okay. were with him for a couple hours you guys have gone to uh the money changer, and you guys had gone to uh, this place as well. So, plus, that you also went to the, uh,
4: the Mason Hall. The
0: Mason Hall. We got to give Arnold somewhere else to follow us, right? Yeah. Let's go to some weird places. So, he's just like, what are they doing? <laughs> like, why do they keep going back to this pigsty? <laughs> what are they doing there? We got a whole town. Yeah. Right. Let's do some like, like crazy stuff.
3: Wasn't there. Um... I don't recall, but I I I don't remember what the address was. But wasn't there a um some place where we could purchase uh, potions and such?
0: Yeah, there was. Uh, Were you gonna say some Warren? Warren? Oh, me? No. Yeah, uh, I thought I heard you say some. No, Uh, no, no, no. That would be Zenmay's Tonics was the place where uh, there were potions. Okay.
3: What what Mm -hmm. was the address of that? I don't recall
0: it was uh five canticle road or, yeah as we're kind of going through all these places dempsey doesn't have anything to buy or purchase or anything like that so he's just kind of like head on a swivel just watching the crowds watching if anybody's coming and uh watching these three and uh just kind of following along he's kind of along for the ride so he's just there so Warren
3: let, let's let's gather um the items that you've purchased. I would like to run by Zen Maze and make sure that that we've got um you know some potions and such that may aid us in our um um you know rummage through Hunclave's manor or manor.
2: Of course sounds like a good decision and we'll head back down to uh the blacksmith um you want to go to the blacksmith first or you want to go to Zenmai's tonics first? Oh, As... uh, We can go to Zenmay's. That'll give the blacksmith a little bit more time. So yeah, let's do Zenmay's first. Okay. You wind your, find your way back in
0: front of this uh, quaint little shack. You open the door and once again you see Zenmai of Demgazi Stocking his shelves, hanging herbs and stuff, and he looks. And he's like, "Well, hello, my friends. Oh, it's you again. Did you, did you have a change of heart in selling me that ring of yours?
2: Mm, Making no. excellent deal. I'm sure it is, but I'm sorry, it has too much sentimental value to me. You know, my mother had a ring just
0: like that, and she lost it so long ago, and." she always swore that if she could find the ring or a replacement that she would do anything and unfortunately it was a wish that she took with her to the grave and it kind of became a quest of my own to undertake it once again like I said if, if there's anything I could do to kind of sweeten the deal
2: please keep me in mind of course and I'll kind of make an after you sign to stabby
3: uh, Zenmei, do you, do you have any uh, healing potions? Perhaps some uh, night vision potions?
0: Well, I don't have any night vision, but I do have some healing potions. I uh, recently concocted these. Uh, they should be well enough. I think they've fermented long enough. Uh, I got three of them right now. I got another three that are still in, in the vat brewing. Uh, if that's something that interests you. How much are the potions? Well, let me look it up for just a moment. Yeah, one hundred and
1: fifty gold pieces each.
0: Um,
3: stabbies. Whoa, that's that seems.
2: I I, I, I would like to make an appraise roll on that price. Okay.
4: highway robbery.
2: <laughs> Pretty much. That is a 23.
0: It seems excessively high.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And and looking back, a- you probably haven't seen a lot of traffic moving in
2: and out of this store either. Mm-hmm. He's probably trying to pick his gold up where he can.
0: So, we uh, got I,
2: deal, guys? Uh, well, what are we talking I, about? I will make a like a like a no gesture like with my hand to, to stabby if I can catch his eye and you immediately pick this up from Warren you know that and he's probably
0: thinking ah this is a little outrageous now
3: um uh, I say to Zen may um you can tell by the way that we're um, dressed that we don't have a lot of money um is there uh perhaps a a, a cheaper price for these. And I'd I'd like to attempt um, a bluff. That, okay. That we do not have that we're not of means to pay 150 uh per potion. I'm looking for something cheaper.
0: Okay. Go ahead and make your bluff rule.
3: Just want and to I'll get us that, through the night, I'll, baby.
0: I'll do it against my wisdom.
3: Uh that is a it's gonna be a twenty-four.
2: Ooh.
0: He is very understanding of your plight. You seem to be somewhat winning him over to a degree. And he says, Look. I'm just a simple man trying to make it in this town right now, and things have been a little tight. Why don't you tell me what it is you do? Maybe we could work something out.
3: Uh Zenmei, we're we're here just traveling through um, trying to make a better life for ourselves Um, we stumbled upon Belhame and we liked the town a little bit we heard there was some trouble here so we were um, you know trying to to, uh, rid the town of some kobolds you know the kobold raids
0: Um, I heard about that yeah I heard that there was a skirmish over by the old quarry was that you guys doing that? yeah that was us very impressive and you killed them all, huh? We did,
3: yes. But as you can see, we're we're a little uh worse for wear and, and uh we don't believe that our time here is complete with kabolds and, and uh I'd really much appreciate if you could perhaps cut us a little break on, on healing potions.
0: Well let me ask you this. Tell me what you can afford. Uh, I
3: can do uh, 75 per potion. 75 gold per potion.
2: Hmm. With my role, would I know what the actual value of a potion normally goes for?
0: Uh, it would probably vary based on... It would vary based on whatever economy the town you were in would be in. You know, like like uh, some areas that are more... Downtrodden would probably charge less versus someplace like Magnamar, which is a more higher-end city, would probably charge more. So, based on that city's economy or town,
4: kind of like a supply and demand type thing.
0: Uh, getting potions over in uh, shit, Metropolis. <laughs> we'll right Absalom, that's right. Absalom, thank you. That's what I was looking for. I was going to say I don't think Superman needs one of those, but <laughs> you never know. I'll tell you what. I'll do seventy-five per bottle, but there may come a time I may need you to help me with something. Think I can count uh, on you? Uh, help you? How? What? What are you thinking? Uh, nothing comes to mind right now. It's just, I mean, there are times that I, I know that people try to jimmy the locks at night, try to get into my store. Uh, I would really like to teach these guys a lesson at some point. If you think that you might be able to help me with that, that would be great. Something along that line, you know. Maybe just teach them a lesson. Um, A solid uh, lesson, though. You're not asking me to kill anybody. No, no, not kill anybody, but I want to make sure that they they have trouble getting out of bed when it's cold in the morning, that kind of thing.
4: You ever Mm. thought of getting a dog? (laughs) I had a dog. Unfortunately,
0: my dog didn't make it because of these individuals. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'd be more than happy to strike a kind of bargain with you like that. If If you're good for it, sure. Um. what do you mean these these individuals killed your dog yeah well they kept breaking in my store so I, I got a dog and uh, one night I came you know, they came by I came in the next morning and they broke in the store and unfortunately they killed my dog too and I mm-hmm. keep trying to bar up the door and I got to take these things home with me and it's just it's going to be
2: a real pain in the ass And
3: do you know who, hey. who these
0: perpetrators are no Brian. I don't
2: yes that's a hard 20 on a sense motive.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's being
0: truthful. He is being truthful. And he he wants uh, retribution. Do you know who these perpetrators are, Zenmay? I don't, but, uh, you know, and they're, they're not like clockwork. They don't come every night. Um, but I sure would like to see them caught and really handled. And I'll tell you what. You strike this deal with me and I'll give you the three of them for 150
3: So Stebby looks at Warren.
2: Warren Warren gives you a like kind of a why not shrug.
3: Eh, sounds like something that uh, I look at Zen May and say eh. I've been known to uh, persuade uh, people to uh, cease particular behavior, so sure, I'll, I'll take you up on your offer. 150 gold, three potions, and when I see ah. you next, perhaps you'll have some more information on that's,
0: your perpetrate. That's what I want to hear. He reaches down in the glass counter and pulls out the three vials and puts them One. down. When that was going down, what was Flint doing? Because Dempsey's, like, still taking value of these guys. So he kind of got a beat on Stabby, kind of got a beat on Warren. So, like, what, what, what were you thinking, Flint?
4: Flint's just kind of looking around the shop and just going in agreement with, uh, with Stabby and, and Warren. I mean, we need to get a good deal on this uh, potions, but... We might be finding out more about what's going on in the nightlife of uh, Belhane. And as he's he's making the deal with you, be and you know, he sees Warren
0: and Flynn, he looks at you, Dempsey, and he's like, I'll be with you in just a moment, sir. And he just nods at him. Just let me finish up with these uh, these three individuals. Sorry, We're all we- together. I'm sorry? We all came in together, sir. Oh, I I just thought maybe you were too different. Uh, Well, uh, sorry, I I apologize for my misjudgment there. Anyways, uh, I really look forward to hearing the good news about uh, somebody receiving some bad news. Please don't forget me. You will not, thank you. And he bids you a good afternoon as he goes back to doing his daily routine as far as making other potions and drying more herbs and stuff and which sure spices are set out um
3: would these be are these potions um are these uh light
0: moderate or serious wound carrying uh, light
3: okay
0: and that that would be in the uh core rule book so yep just want to make sure what i'm buying you
4: know yeah sure it's solid you know
3: yeah (laughs) (laughs) i've got these fresh cure serious wounds potions turns out they're light
4: (laughs) Uh, uh, as we're outside can i make a quick perception check uh of the foot traffic just around the area sure please go ahead mainly uh what flint's looking for is any kind of sighting of arnold
3: perhaps you should look at the chopper
4: it's flying low (laughs) all right give me one second here we go
2: uh i
4: failed on this one it's going to be a 10. yeah you see like the normal hustle and bustle of people
0: that be walking up and down the roads in mid-afternoon but you do not see arnold anywhere
4: all right um shall we go to blacksmiths
2: Bacchus. yes
0: next step brings you to Bacchus's blacksmith and you could hear the hammers falling as you start passing by the wise piper in and right across from the livery stables you see bacchus is instructing a few of his fellow half orcs and what they're doing and he turns as you guys begin to enter into the confines of the the grounds of the blacksmith and he looks at you and he goes, ha, 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 there's my boy i tell you what he reaches behind one of the barrels and he pulls out this beautiful rapier hmm. and he says just like he asked for you see that little crest you asked me to put in there for you it's a thing of beauty remember me, remember me when you pierce somebody right through the heart with this thing. When you steal their life for us, just remember I built this thing. I made this thing with my own hands. When you when you annihilate somebody and take them, take the last breath from their lives when they're dying in the mud, remember I made this
2: You part. have such violent views of me, Bacchus. This is simply a, Do you have a means by which I, of what I am. This is simply a means by which I protect myself what do you think I'm going to do with this? And Warren will take it, and with a very skilled uh, fencer's stance, um, make a few swings to test its balance. Kind of nod and agreement. It's a natural in your hands. You certainly know your craft.
0: Been doing it long enough. (laughs) I'll see you boys next time. He goes back to the anvil and finishing up whatever project he's doing. Let's lead you back out onto Canticleer Road, where you know we'll take you to the bridge that will cross over the river and lead you to Hunclay's Manor as well. And then I believe we are off. So you guys make your way through town. It's about one, one fifteen at this point. You cross over the bridge, over the then... (laughs) and Fork River and to the north you see Hunkley's Manor just standing like a lone stone edifice. You see the basically it's like two stories and then a third story is more of a dome structure most likely for where he would view the night sky through a telescope which by the way the eastern sky is now free of any obstruction now that the collapsed whip. Witch tower is
2: lying in ruins.
0: So this Witcher. is the place, huh?
2: This would be the place. Did the um, Baroness explain to you um, some of the recent going-ons?
0: She didn't tell me much. She just said you might need some protection. Seeing all this uh, preparations got me a little bit spooked, and I'm not gonna lie to you. What do you think we're up against in
2: here as i said a man of modest magical talent with uh dubious intentions as you're telling him this he's like taking off his cloak
0: and just like getting down it's like just his armor and uh (laughs) (laughs) just getting down and uh getting out a few (laughs) push-ups kind of loosening up his shoulders and like as you guys are, you know, surveying it and he's just like cracking his neck and like cracking his, his hands, um, tightening his wrists, the uh wraps. If you look, he's got wraps on his hands. Um he's just like, All right, we'll be ready.
4: Well, you well Dempsey, if if I might say if it's anything like our last outing, it was no easy feat. Just keep your head on a swivel.
0: Kind of gives him the sailor salute with two fingers. You see the door to Hunclay's manor is once again closed. Deputy Mule is no longer there, nor is the uh, Undertaker. You see that the dead Cabol has been removed as well.
4: The caution tape off the door removed as Totally well. off.
0: You see the chalk mark <laughs> is still on the floor.
4: <laughs> Toaster Cabol.
1: Doc Cabol.
2: me what you want to do um warren will hold a finger up to the others and he will cast a detect magic spell and he will actually spend um a few minutes um looking uh at the manor from the outside um specifically uh once i spend uh three rounds looking at something so i know the strength and location of each magical aura Um, and then uh, I can make a knowledge arcana check uh, to determine the schools of magic. From the outside, uh, correct? hmm? Yes, this is from the outside.
0: Okay. Sorry, listeners. So you cast it on this structure, and you see that it does indeed, the entire thing starts to glow. It glows a, a soft red. And you can tell that this is some kind of a, it's a evocation school of magic.
2: Oh. You guys see like Warren it's like very powerful. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's uh... uh. You guys see Warren kind of like uh make a gesture in the air. His eyes light up slightly, and he like stares at the manor. Um, and then he'll like kind of like step a dozen feet to one side while looking at the manor, and then comes back and moves a dozen steps to the other side and then comes back and turns around to you all and dismisses the the spell and he says well, there's definitely um, an enchantment here and I'm a little it's just not often where one tries to protect themselves with magic that is likely to blow up
3: Um, But we've been in here once already, Warren, but What is no,
2: and while I understand that, we also did not interact with much in here. So, any trap or or anything like that has not gone off. So, yeah, we we... just need to be careful and um, be very, pay very close attention to anything that we uh, touch and interact with. I would really recommend that, uh, I scan a room first, um, and so that when we do take inventory here, um, we can focus on the things that are not magical first. So we, we've, uh, Warren, we've already been in two rooms
3: on the eastern side on the first floor. Mm-hmm. Western side. Uh, w- uh, sorry, yeah, western, the, the southwest side of, of the first floor and then the northwest side. You know that that seemed to be safe but but you believe that we have other dangers that,
2: that oh i'm sure you know. that there are other fun um traps uh, magic users and i'm sure you've at least heard of this um are a reclusive and suspicious lot and we don't like people touching our things yeah, well, you oh, said the you said
4: the house was protected by an ex explosive spell it sometime. is
2: it is a uh, let me put it this way the magic that you see me use um uh and the magic that is protecting this house comes from the same school of thought as it were so i do not know whether it will be fire um if i find something that is a little bit more uh specifically enchanted i might be able to tell more
0: Make it um, knowledge. Arcana? Yeah. Either knowledge arcana or knowledge history. Either one of them. <clears throat> uh, Flanner uh, Warren. Either one of you. You can could, you could both make it if you want. Just tell Holy me. shit. Okay. Uh,
2: arcana is a 26. 26.
0: You remember that that dead Kabold had been basically cooked to a toast. Mm-hmm had been left on the front porch there.
2: Yeah, and I'll bring that up to, to stop it. You remember the uh our first visit before we even went in, uh, there was one of the kobolds had had an unfortunate demise. That was likely what was the spells that I am seeing. I just am not certain how he set them off.
4: Okay, well, perhaps please. the house is not only to meant to protect things from going in, but maybe it's also protected to Allowing things to leave the manor itself.
1: As you guys are talking,
4: I just Dempsey gets up from his push ups
0: and he just like picks up a rock and throws it at the place. Any reaction? No. It cracks against the side of the stone of the these large stones that it's built from and the rock itself kind of cracks a little and just falls ricochets back down, falls down, and it's not like a, anything comes from lightning bolting out or, you know, fire doesn't rain down or anything like that. Kind of like, I imagine you just guys sits are like, there's still bleeding in yeah. all of its houseness. And, uh, <laughs> you guys are
4: like, what the hell? And he's
1: like, what? Oh, I thought it was going to explode.
4: <laughs> all this fire talk I felt like a C-Ram was going to come out.
2: <laughs> well, how'd you get in last time? Oh, through the front door. But it's still, I did not, we were pressed for time and I did not do nearly as much of an exam. Uh, Well, I suppose we should do this. And Warren will go up and take a deep breath and then pull open the door. Wait, before you do that, can I do it? Warren makes an after you gesture. Of course, right. if you'd like to experience any magic that might be there that I just kind of saw. Like,
0: like in in the most polite way, he just kind of puts his hand on Warren's chest, like, please allow me. And uh, he goes and tries the door. And as the door opens up, slowly, that is where we will end this session. Nice. Say, we also have
1: keys. You did have keys. Yeah. This have you whole time? You didn't say
2: anything? Didn't ask. <laughs> oh my god. I just, did. <laughs> I just well, did. Well, we have the keys, but the first time we came in, the door was unlocked. It was unlocked. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was oh, unlocked. that's right. No, Stabby, Stabby did his little groggy yeah. magic.
3: But it was more fun watching Dempsey peacock up to the door.